Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light Alive. I'm with you, Lua Abigude. Glory to the name of God for another privilege is granting you and I to receive from the Lord again today. Do not forget Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. I especially want to appreciate everyone who has been listening, uh, who has been taking time to to learn at the feet of the Lord because whenever we have time with the word of God, either to our personal study or then, or, or then we listen to messages out there or we see it even to be taught, it's a moment of refreshing. It's a moment for uh, a, a life that is ready to be restored and be made anew. And this is what the Lord is interested in with us and he has been doing. And for this privilege again that we have today, I'm welcoming us and I pray that the Lord will bless us again in Jesus' name. Uh, throughout this month, the Lord will faithfully journey with us and I pray that all that intends for us shall come to our ways in Jesus' name. Amen. June 4, 2023 is another Sunday and the topic before us is your God reigns. Your God reigns. That is taken from the book of Isaiah chapter 52 verse 7 to 12. Isaiah 52 7 to 12. This part of the lesson today, or let me say our lesson today, is coming clearly to us, to give unto us this focus of a life that can still see reasons to, to rejoice in the Lord. A life that can see reasons to be at peace and never to be hopeless. This is a lesson that is coming as this book of Isaiah that we are studying from, 52. Is a song about the the day of Zion's triumph, the day when the Lord comes in to restore unto them all that they have they have lost and all that could have resulted in total desolate and ruin for them and making life so impossible and hopeless even in exile. But then God promising to restore them to their homeland. So to you and I also, this lesson brings to us a concern of of this. Of this as we introduce the lesson that what is the state of your life presently are you also hopeless are you faced with one experience or challenge challenge that is making life look like is God really there can God still restore me can God still help me or can I even have a way maybe you're not even making it a reference of God but then you are just looking onto yourself that could there could there ever be anything good that can come out of your experience but this is an assurance for you and I that specifically there is always a way out that the Lord had made provision for as many who would believe in him and who would trust absolutely and submit to his bidding so this is what our lesson is taking focus on just as we see with the introduction that was given to us of this old man who also had lost hope in the midst of all that he experienced you know not having the wife again and there was a son out of the house but then god was able to bring help unto this man and hope was alive again in him this is what we see of the israelite where we are studying from whom with their experience of uh, bondage in babylon 
could not even behold anything good of their life or reason of how and how better their life could be but they receive a message of hope they receive a message of deliverance there is there is a message of comfort and peace that came to them through prophet isaiah so this is the same that thing that we want to focus on that message which was able to eradicate peace which was able to bring to them restoration reconciliation and the greatest of all salvation and if we look at it the salvation is not just what we'll be talking about alone of the Israelite, but the salvation that comes also to you and I that becomes our essence of being to today. I pray that the Lord will strengthen our heart and wherever we have experienced hashes, the Lord will grant unto us beauty because this is the doing of the Lord. I pray that as we continue in the lesson, the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. To the golden text, which is taken from Isaiah 52, verse 7, it reads, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful and we acknowledge you because you are the only God and will always be our God. We submit our heart again to you to learn and we pray that your word will come to us with understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The lesson comes in two parts. The first part of the lesson says, message of good of good tidings. Sorry, message of good tidings. Please, I love that you take uh, your Bible and open to the book of Isaiah chapter 52, verse 7 to 10. And if possible, you can commence your reading from the first verse of that book of Isaiah 52. So then, but, uh, our focus for this part starts from 7 to 10. So what we're able to see before now is the fact that God has been trying to bring a, a message of consolation to the Israelite in Babylon, in Hezar. And they've been under this captivity. They've been under bondage of the Babylonian government for so long. And then the Lord has been, from verse 49 to 55 of the book of Isaiah, is, is referencing and uh, giving unto us the concern of this consolation that God is giving to them in their situation. Now specifically from this book of Isaiah 52, we see Isaiah prophesying God's plan to the people, how the Lord is ready to restore and uh, rescue and restore the Jew, I mean the, the Israelite from Babylon. But one thing that we must understand is that uh, however those who who bring this good tidings, someone has to bring it. I mean, someone has to comfort revealing this message of the Lord, making known the mind of the Lord, making known the provision of the Lord. And we see that as many who are ready for this, as many who can continue to eradicate this of the doing of the law, of what, of what the Lord is set to do, it says they are the most to be welcome in the provision of what the Lord is set to do. And this becomes a concern for you and I too. Prophet Isaiah was just an instrument that was used to make known the mind of God, God's plan. But then there are voices out there 
whom the Lord also is expecting. Just like this message is coming, the Lord is pointing to you and I too with this concern. For as many believers out there, you have come to know the Lord. And the Lord is making his mind known to you of, of his ways and his plans. The Lord is expecting that in as much as it has to do with everyone around you, ensure you carry them along. Ensure you reveal God's mind. You make it known. Ensure you make people come to the consciousness of what the Lord is set to do or his doing this is very very important and that is why if we check well from that verse 7 it was made clear that how beautiful on the mountain at the feet of those who bring good news meaning that there is this there is this much of an appreciation and celebration and reckoning for those who are ready to take up upon themselves this uh, message of the good of the good tidings the good news what the lord is said to do and what is it the good news is this good tidings is proclaiming salvation salvation for zion salvation for the israelites from where we read beyond that if we bring it home now to us in this time the good news is also there proclaiming the salvation that christ jesus has given to the whole world and then is calling on as many who will be ready to take it up or you know upon the mountains upon the hills the valley wherever as it is expected where we know our people are and most especially upon the mountain where we can stand high and people can hear us never to be hidden never to you know never in any way to be shy but with courage the lord expects us to make known uh, the gospel of our lord jesus christ which is what we could liken this part of the message too similarly there is something much more that the lord also is revealing about this message he's also talking of the watchmen they will subsequently also shout for joy wherever you had to and whom the lord has raised you and concerned to be in charge of people do not just stay being in charge of people without revealing also you know the, the plan and the mind of god to people and as you are receiving it when it even seems as if at that point where you are you are even tired of the body you bear you must continue you must tarry for joy is coming it says they will shout for joy and the people not just these two not just those who bring the message not just the watchmen the lord is making a provision for everyone it says everybody people will break forth into joy and this is what the lord is doing he is not leaving anyone out in his provision of of ensuring peace of ensuring restoration salvation and deliverance the lord is making it available for everyone if we also look at the gospel of our lord jesus christ jesus died for all and then he's making the provision of this gospel available he has sent us and commissioned us to uh, to arise and go forth ensuring that the the message of christ reach all nations so this is uh, revealing so well that the provision of god is for all so that everyone 
can rejoice much more again we must see from that verse 10 that when god executes his redemption and salvation all humankind will witness it and this is the doing of the lord there is nothing about the lord that can be hidden nothing about it the glory of god cannot be hidden when we talk of the glory of god is never anything anyone can comprehend and that is why the way at which it will even be manifested is not of us in any way to in any way want to cover or in any way want to hinder no one can because the lord is at work so to us as christian we should only keep on in the action of sharing the good news of peace we should keep on also in the action of sharing his good news of salvation and the reign of god because this is all about god this is all about god what he said to do and what he can do and we see also that just as it is noted of this redemptive work is not of anyone i mean it's not of one's human ability but it is of god alone it is god that is redeeming it is the lord that is rescuing it is no man's effort it is no man's work all that human needs is to just make it known you know declare the word and the redemption process is of the working of god so the lord is counting on you and i also today as the lord is expecting that this message that he brought to the israelites even in their hopeless situation would be made known that those who would take it up should be ready to share this good news they should share this uh, this good tidings of salvation and redemption is bringing the lord is also counting on you and i there are there are several people out there who are going through a lot who are in despair there are a lot of people out there in pain in agony in hopeless situation a lot of people are even ignorant and have no clarity to life the lord is counting on you and i to become an instrument in his hands and uh, one thing we should know is that god is greatly working and is still working to today ensuring that the soul of man is delivered from sin from sickness and oppression and there is a joy that is accompanying for every believer who can also live in submission to this call of the lord so this is where the lord expect us to to take up a life of or of him a life that is selfless and will be able to rejoice in the lord for he reigns and for his victory it is the lord's doing just that the lord expect us to make it known i pray that as we respond to this our feet will always be beautiful and it shall be appreciated i mean declaring the mind of god and sharing this message of christ the reign of god to the whole world and to everyone around us the lord help us in jesus name so the second part of our lesson it says admonition to be holy please read from uh, that same book of isaiah 52 11 to the uh, 11 to 12 please and what are we seeing here when god is making promises he is not without bringing to us a concern of the part we need to also pay attention attention to as individual the lord is ever faithful he hasn't failed whenever he says a thing he, he, he does it so well 
he does it so well as he had said it and this is one thing we must understand about the nature of god is a promise keeper but then the lord expects us for as many will be the recipient of god's mercy we must make sure that our life is not polluted by any form of impurity by anything that can ruin our relationship with god that any, anything that can cause us also to be ruined because this is very very important there is nothing out there in the world for us as a gain but then the lord is giving unto us this consciousness that to as many who will be on his side who will be able to, to welcome him his reign you know upon our life we must be ready to go by his bidding and what is the instruction of the lord for the israelite here where we can also learn from he makes clear to them in three parts he was able to clearly reveal to them that if we check from verse 11 it says they should go out they must be out and ensure that they do not have anything i mean any touching with unclean things they must not touch unclean things and when we're talking of unclean things anything that can make you unholy anything that you can ever imagine in deeds in action in conduct in thoughts in feelings in reaction in pleasure whatever you may ever comprehend and bring on that this that could pollute you whatever is out there that will affect your relationship that will affect the instruction and the knowledge of God you have come to know of his ways that will make you do contrarily to what is the beating and the mind of God all of these things we must make sure we do not partake in it and that is what the Lord is bringing to you and I also today and he also says that you have to be holy he says make yourself holy the Lord expects that even as he's coming to us to restore even as he has extended his resurre- restoration and salvation to the world the Lord expects that those who would carry on in the provision of God or who are God, called God's own people must come to this attainment of being holy you have to be holy as your father is holy God is not compromising the standard with us in any way he expects us in the working of ourselves from the inside such that everyone around us will see as well that yes God reigns in us and yes we are of him that we have truly called ourselves to be and this is it it is what we have made ourselves to be holy that will also help us and determine what and what we embrace so that is why this too is coming be holy do not touch on holy thing and again the lord expects us never in any way to force ourselves or work out our way within to whatever may be our experience the lord just only expect that we submit to him and permit him to work out whatever he has promised no one can help the lord he works in his time and he does his thing in his time and that is why we must keep on submitting to the Lord but then the Lord expect from you and I that for us to be able to have this relationship with him that will be able to keep us going with him and will make us to see the Lord we have to keep ourselves in the injunction of the Lord obedient unto him living a holy life this is the yardstick I pray that the Lord will strengthen our heart and help us to be faithful on this part in Jesus name we've come to the end of our lesson do not forget your God reigns God reigns above all that is your experience or challenges God reigns even in the midst of darkness to give light and let's keep making the light of God shines around us by living holy it is well with us in Jesus name Bye, everyone. The Lord bless you. Amen.